Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our podcast to the test. Tie your napkin round your neck. Sherry and Rated PG will do the rest. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I was wondering <laughs> if it was going to be like, Podcast old as time. <laughs> no. Podcast old as rhyme. I'm not old. <laughs> That's true. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Rated PG. My husband just tried to make me an old lady. That is not what happened. I'm Melissa Pressman. I'm Benji Pressman. Now I'm sad. Oh, no. But mostly angry. Is that sangry? Mm, I don't know. It's female rage. Whatever it is, it's not <laughs> safe for you. Um, it's a good thing we're on opposite <laughs> ends of this table. So, welcome to Rated PG. We have three boys. Nathan is five. Liam and Charlie are three. Oh, are they ever. And uh, we talk about movies that our kids watch uh, that drive us a little nutty. Um, but this happens to be a third week, which you all know means third, third week, week throwback. Throwback. I was going to share. It's my turn. And I picked Beauty and the Beast. The original animated version. For who can ever learn to love a A beast? beast. Uh, (laughs) From 1991, the description is, A selfish selfish prince is cursed to become a monster for the rest of his life unless he learns to fall in love with a beautiful young woman he keeps prisoner. (laughs) That's what it says. Yeah. Oh man, creepy. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I know. Be interesting because you could also write this as like the tale of a beautiful young woman who who's never quite found her place, mm-hmm. who helps uh, a prince rediscover his humanity. Mm-hmm. You know, a cursed prince rediscovers humanity. It's a very different spin on it, right? Little town that feels like patriarchy or something Quiet happening there. Bit. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I love this movie. Uh, Belle is, uh, out of all the Disney princesses, my favorite. Because she doesn't, she doesn't start as a princess, right? Like, no. But she ends up a princess. Right. Which makes her a princess. Yeah. No, no, I get it. They don't all start off as princesses. I guess that's true. They become princesses. Yeah. Or princess is a state of mind. Mm-hmm. Princess. Princess. Did you guys watch this all the time? Mm, no, I didn't watch it all the time. But it was one. What year did it come out? Ninety one. So we were like fourth or fifth grade, depending on what part of the year. I just remember, like, even like, like I would say, like sixth seventh grade like still really enjoying it and just like liking the music and not even like watching it all the time just very familiar with uh, the what is it like the extra stuff like the bonus features no no like the music that went with it like Like the the soundtrack yeah the soundtrack that's it (laughs) um (laughs) you know the thing with the music and the the disc and the whatever yeah I got it. Um, we got there. <laughs> yeah, so... Mom brain is real. 
Um, but yeah, so I, but I also don't know if it's because I was older that I, it didn't require several viewings to really sink in. I just knew it, mm-hmm. but I also just really liked it. And I had like the song book and um, I sang one of the songs for my first ever audition. Nice. Which song? Madame Gaston, can't you just see it? Madame Gaston. And then I was like walking around like like I got titties. <laughs> 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 I didn't do that. <laughs> I got it. I got in. Hey. The chorus. Nice. And I was very happy about that. There's no small parts. There's not. Just poor attitudes. Right, that's exactly that's how it goes. Yeah, so you know, we didn't have cable. Mm-hmm. We only had so many movies. So Disney movies were ones that were purchased, mm-hmm. and I think because Becky was younger, like this was one that I think we watched Little Mermaid more, but mm-hmm. we watched this one a ton. Mm-hmm. And my first comment that I wrote down because we were watching this on Blu-ray, it looks way better than what I remember because we always watch it on a VHS on some crappy TV and now yeah. not like we have the greatest TV but a good TV mm-hmm. with Blu-ray I'm like oh this is much looks much better I didn't even know we had a Blu-ray player anyway so then <laughs> uh, so we open the beautiful forest it's like this slow pan in and the narrator's telling the story and then the whole thing is told like how the beast is cursed and all of that is told through stained glass window yeah which I think is a pretty, I like that. Um, uh, my brain is not Device? Working. Yeah, it's late. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I really, I enjoy that part. I like how they did that. And, it, you know, because it just, it gets the point across. We know what's going on. And now we open on Belle walking through the village. And this big, um, I mean, basically Broadway number begins, yeah. uh, which then became a Broadway number. <laughs> yeah. One thing I was thinking, I noticed at the beginning was it was talking about how the beast has to find a woman and earn her love. Right. Uh-huh. I'm like, well, what if he fell in love with a dude? Would the curse never lift? We don't worry about those things right now. Okay. That's not a, that's not a reality yet. So we can't think about it. <laughs> 1991 was not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> not in a children's movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the other thing, too, was the the enchanted rose that he was given, he had until his 21st birthday. Um, and if he didn't uh, fall in love with someone who would in turn fall in love with him, um, then it didn't matter. Like, he would stay a beast and every... The entire castle would stay enchanted forever. So how old do you think he was when he got cursed? Like 16, 15? I'm going to say he was like 12. Okay. Even though like the stained glass made it look like he, like this happened like a year ago. Right. I, it didn't. I just wonder. I think he was like, he was like a 12 year old boy. He was like, whatever, I'm a dick. And then the, the witch was like, all right. And of course, no parents. Because uh, Disney. And the other thing I didn't understand was why did everybody who works in the castle get caught up in the curse? That's not cool. 
I don't know. The whole castle was cursed. I don't know. That's just, that's what happened. And then do you think the curse made everybody like forget about the prince who lived like, the, like within a day's ride of the village? Well, that's the thing is like, I don't know that people knew that this place exists. Like it's, it sort of feels a little bit like tangled only in the sense of like something happened and then later, it, like a little bit later, this other thing got built up without the knowledge of this. Like, I don't think people knew that castle existed. Or if they saw it, it was just dark, and you were just like, whatever. Yeah. And it looked like overgrown, and nobody lived there. So if they saw it, they just ignored it. Because I was just wondering, like, in feudal times, you had your lord nearby, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, if there's a castle, there's a towns and villages that sort of are connected to that ruler. Mm -hmm. But it seemed like nobody... like. So say it had been nine years mm -hmm. since he was cursed. It still feels like a short amount of time to completely forget about that whole system. I don't know. It's a cartoon. <sighs> so then... <laughs> <laughs> so in the, in the big sweeping song, we sort of get introduced to all of our characters. It's a really great um, way to provide all that context. Yeah. And I always love... Like, this meme, I feel like, is always going around... Um, especially like in like mom groups and stuff like that, where um, <laughs> it's always like, I always thought I would grow up to be Belle, but turns out I'm, um, I'm this lady. And it's the mom who's like, I need six eggs. And there's like children falling all over <laughs> the place. <laughs> oh God, it's terrible. So, yeah. And then we get introduced to Gaston, who is a dick and a half. I mean, he's basically toxic masculinity embodied. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. And I love seeing, um, which this has nothing to do with the movie either, but where they, <laughs> you will see like videos of like little girls meeting Gaston at like Disney and being like, fuck off like <laughs> you're a terrible person i hate you <laughs> like, you know it's gotta be kind of a thankless job to be one of the villains walking around disney yeah especially one who was like just really i think also like villains who are more human than fantasy yeah because for that one they you don't probably doesn't wear like a crazy costume right it's just like some strapping no. dude in a yeah in like a gaston clothes mm -hmm. yeah and because it was like there there was one where the guy was like uh, you know like we're gonna take a picture and you're you're i think he even said something like you're really pretty and she's like don't ever say that to me like she was like <laughs> <laughs> go, go fuck yourself gaston. but she and it was probably like a like four or five year old little girl anyways so then there's this whole thing and, you know, Gaston is like, he's going to be with Belle because she's the prettiest girl in the village and, da, 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 and he's the greatest guy. So that's just how it's supposed to be. Yeah. And then we get uh, introduced to her dad who the village, like they're making fun of her dad. And she's like, my dad is, you know, leave my dad alone. So her dad's like some inventor guy. How and... He is they, crazy. He is a bit nuts. How do you think they make money? They don't. They don't. It it feels like one of those things where, like, in this sort of, like, 
village system. I'm like, who who's making money? I mean, really, like, what is the job? Yeah, somehow Gaston had that giant bag of gold later on. But, like, I don't know. Like, it almost feels like most of it's like a barter system. Like, I'm the baker and I have bread. Oh, here, have right. this bread. Okay, here's some meat for you. Or I don't know. Right, and they have, and, like, Belle and her dad have, like, some animals. Like, they have a little farmstead, so maybe yeah. she can... Because I don't think he's doing much. I think maybe she can grow enough food and yeah, I don't know. Some stuff. It's who again? It's a cartoon. So then <laughs> these things always matter to me. <laughs> so he he's like in the middle of working on an invention that he's going to take to some invention fair, and so he he finished putting it together. And you know, Belle's like, I just don't fit in here, and he's like, Well, you know. Whatever. And then um, <laughs> uh, so he gets it and it starts working and it is the most complicated machine I've ever seen to cut firewood. Like that's what it is. Yeah. That's what it does. That's all it does. It cuts firewood. And it, it takes like this entire, what's that like? It was like a steam engine. Yeah, but like that, what, like Rube, Rube Goldberg oh, yeah. or whatever. It's a little Rube Goldbergy. Where it's like the most complicated way to get to this like simple task where you're just like, this is unnecessary. Anyways, he's like, oh my God, this is great. I'm going to go. I'm going to take the horse and we're going to, I'm going to go win this convention thing. So um, he goes to leave. He's gone. And then he. He's in the forest, and then he's like, oh, we're lost. Oh, horse, you did this to me. And he's also like, let's take this shortcut. And then and the there's, horse no, is there's like, like, there's like this fork in the road. <laughs> and he's like, we're going to go this way. And the horse is looking, and down one path, it's still sunny. There's like birds chirping. And down the other path, it's like owls and wolves howling. And it's all dark. And it's dark. And the horse is like, no, we're not doing that. And he's like, no, no, this is a shortcut. Let's go. And, I mean, the horse knew better, but... If you're in a movie, never take a shortcut. Whatever. So they go down the other way, and then this part always drove me crazy because he made the horse go that way. The horse stayed on the path. The horse didn't, like, go do something crazy. And then he's like, wait a minute, this is wrong. Where did you take us? It's like, where you took him, you dumb fuck? Like, seriously, like, I that part always drove me nuts. You made the horse do that. The horse didn't do anything. The horse went the way you told the horse to go. Well, when you're a narcissist, you can't make mistakes. So then the horse like is getting spooked and backs up and hits a tree and all these bats come flying out and all this craziness happens and then there's wolves and blah, 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 blah. That's per usual. And then he like falls somewhere and then he just ends up at this castle and gets, gets through the gate and goes in. And I feel like it had started raining at that point. Yeah, he was all and, cold and wet. he was wet. all cold and wet and then... We see, um, we're introduced to Lumiere and Cogsworth, who are candles and um, a candelabra and a clock. Mm -hmm. And they're like, and Cogsworth is basically like, don't say anything, don't do anything. And then Lumiere is just like, hello, welcome to the castle and we'll take care of you. And he's sort of like, what is going on? Like, this is crazy. How is this happening? And he tries, um, he like ex because he's, you know, he's an inventor, so right. he wants so to he like, like, figure out how this up, got created. He picks up Cogsworth and starts like opening him up and like yeah. spinning his dials. And Cogsworth's basically like, put me the fuck down. Yeah, he's like, no. Get um, out of my face. So then they go into like full service mode because there's nobody's ever in the castle. 
And you know how servants are. They're they need to be serving. Yeah. I mean for like that's their that's what they do. It's in their it's in their DNA. Yeah, once a servant like, always it's a like what, what is <laughs> another period. What is that guy's name? Oh, Peepers? Yeah, the head of the household. Like that's <laughs> like <laughs> he really does. He's like, that's there's no moving up from that in his oh man. In his mind. Anyways. That's just crazy. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so so then all this like stuff starts to happen they like bring him like a blanket they let him sit in the beast the chair. chair the dog who is a footrest shows up um and there's a fire going and all this stuff and he's like oh this is so wonderful and then the beast shows up and is like no this is no i didn't say you could be here you've clearly come here to like make fun of me so I'm going to go lock you up in a tower. I mean, I get it. I don't like people touching my stuff either. But it's just like... <laughs> and he, he has a temper, which comes up again. But um, so he, he goes and he locks him up. Um, and then uh, Gaston... So then we cut back. Belle is at home reading a book. And Gaston is outside. And he's like, oh, thank you all for coming to my wedding. Now I got to go in and propose to the girl. And everyone's like, <laughs> what oh, a, what a Gaston, you're so funny. And then, um, so they go and they, uh, he goes in and he's like talking to her. And, you know, and basically like everything is just like, Oh, excuse me. He's like going through the book and then he's just like, well, how, how do you do this? There's no pictures. There's he's no- like, you won't need to read when you're my wife. And we're going to have all these kids. And then, like, Belle sort of, like, picks up on what's going on. And it's just, like, finding her way back to the door. And it was like, oh, my gosh, I just don't deserve you. And then she kicks him out of the house. And uh, they start playing the music. And he's all pissed because... He, like, falls in mud. Yeah, he falls in mud with the pig. And, and he was like, make no mistake. Belle will be my wife. Ugh. And he's just like, you're like, okay. So then... They leave, and somehow the entire setup is gone in, like, a matter of moments. You know. And then um, she comes out, and she does her song that I do beautifully. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, because I got the chorus. Right, you nailed that audition. In youth theater. So, it obviously, I sound like An angel. Obviously. I mean, you, you listeners, you know. You've heard me. Sing many a song. <laughs> People are like, was that Jody Benson? And then... <laughs> right, that's her name? I don't know. And then... <laughs> oh, no. The yeah. hor- it was Jody Benson's Ariel, right? Yeah, it's Pedro Harris, Bell. Um, so then <laughs> Philippe the horse shows back up, and there's no... Um, Dad, right, or and the cart's gone too, right? No, he, he has still the cart. The cart. Um, and she's like, oh, "Where's Papa? Oh, take me to him!" And she like unhooks the horse, like unhooks the cart, so that stays. Oh, that's right. And then they just go. This poor so horse, no the, rest. Philippe, like, I guess knows where to go. So then that was one which thing, I didn't was, which is interesting because he didn't get all they the way got there. Separate, yeah. He, so I don't know, but somehow he knows exactly how to get to the front gate. So they get to the castle. She sees her dad's hat, and she's like, "Oh my god!" So then. She goes inside. Um, everyone in the castle is freaking out because there's a girl in the castle. And, and they're they, like, oh, my God, that's it. The, the spell will be broken tonight. Like, this is great. Yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and she goes up. She finds her dad. 
locked up and she's like, oh my gosh, your hands are like ice. I got to get you out of yeah, here. He's like got pneumonia or something. And he's like, no, like <laughs> I'm old. I've lived my life. You need to get out of here. <laughs> Which just really makes sense. And then the beast shows up and he's like being a real dick and is like yelling at her and stuff. And, and then she's like, look, he's sick. Um, if you let him go, I'll stay. Like we'll, we'll do this like prisoner, prisoner exchange. exchange yeah. And he Standard. was like, all right, cool. And then he grabs her dad and just like takes her, takes her, takes him out of, and is like, throws him in this weird like carriage thing. And it was like, take him to the village. And it always made me think of like a spider. Yeah. It, I was wondering, did they just convert it? To, did he have a pet tarantula and it got turned into yeah, a Yeah. I'm like, I don't understand what this used to be that it now behaves in this manner. But yeah. anyways, so. Then he's going back up and Lumiere is trying to like help him. And he's like, look, uh, you know, lady's going to be here for a while. Maybe you should offer her a room. Like, don't make her stay in the dungeon. Well, I guess it's not a dungeon. It's a tower. It's up. Yeah, but it's still um, a, a prison a room. Yeah, yes. I'm sorry. Um, so, so he goes in and he's just like, uh, look, I'm going to give you a room. And she's like, but I thought I was. He's like, what? What? And it's just like, Okay. I mean, he doesn't. He hasn't been around people. I I know, but come on. Look, obviously his parents dropped the ball just based on when he was like a twelve, and he hasn't had any influence to make it better. I mean, just a couple days around a decent person, he transforms. Whatever. It's still he's no. He's a total dick. He's being real rude. Um, so they're walking to the room. She's sort of like looking around, like just taking in her surroundings. And he's like, you know, now that you're here, like you can go anywhere. Like this is your home now. And he's being all like cool about it. Like, (laughs) except the West wing, but, but not even, not even about the West wing thing yet. Just this whole, like you you could go anywhere. Just not leave the castle anywhere you want. Within this within space. these walls, like yeah, he's still like uh, outside of these walls. I'll kill you, but inside, do whatever you want. You are free. It's just like the language of that. Where you're like, yeah. No, you can't do whatever you want, and this isn't her home. She's your prisoner. This is her prison. Yeah, I mean, basically, he's just banking on Stockholm syndrome, right? Which is was the IMDb description yeah, pretty much. um so then <laughs> and yeah and he's like don't go in the west wing and she was like why he's like because the president's there and he sucks <laughs> um <laughs> oh man nice <laughs> well you've been waiting to say that one <laughs> my whole life oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways so, so then we cut back to the village and we have the song, Gaston song, uh, sung by the villagers and... Le Fou. Le Fou. Uh, the village people. Um, yeah. And, you know, they're just like, Gaston, you're the most amazing man alive. We all think so. You are fantastic. Like, just let this go. Um, and then Maurice comes running in. And it's like, someone has to help me. Belle's in trouble. There's a giant beast. You know, it's like, somebody help me. And they're all like, you're crazy. Bye. Crazy old fool. And they throw him out. 
Because it's just like, oh, okay, but but my thing is, I'm like, you're obsessed with his daughter. Why don't you just do what the fuck he asks? Right. Even if it's cynically, if you just like butter him up and get in his good graces, at least that's like an advantage. But that's the thing. Like, if you go help him rescue his daughter from this beast, well, guess what's going to happen? He's going to be like, you really should marry this guy. Yeah, he's not so bad. Give him a chance. He saved you. You were going to be stuck here forever. But anyways. One thing I was thinking about in that uh, Gaston song, Mm -hmm. he talks about eating five dozen eggs Mm -hmm. like a day. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of eggs. Mm -hmm. Probably has terrible farts. (laughs) But also. Well, I think the whole place smells. (laughs) Like, I don't think it matters. It's like. France in the 1700s or whatever, <laughs> early 1800s. But also, like, what? how many chickens are there in this town? What's the egg economy like? Like, is he totally inflated the price of eggs because he's just eating all of them? That lady needed six eggs. And she can't get them because he had to have some giant, like, protein shake, <laughs> and Rocky style. There are babies, like, falling out <laughs> of her body from, like, all, all over. <laughs> like in Monty Python's <laughs> Meaning of Life, when yeah. she's like, oh, oh, there's another one. Can you get that, dear? It's <laughs> <laughs> like a newborn baby plopping down on the floor. <laughs> Irish. And then, <laughs> um, and then Gaston has this whole thing um, where then he's like, oh, man. He's like, I got a plan. We are going to go to the insane asylum. We're going to pay them to lock up Maurice unless Bell marries me. And then they won't. That is always a good way to go about it. Solid. That's a great plan. We are, we as a town are standing behind you. Let's do this. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's a win win for everybody. (laughs) Oh, my God. Because uh, the ladies in town men. don't seem to like Belle. Um, it's not even that they don't they like just her. Don't they just her. don't get her. They just don't. I mean, she, why does she read? That's well, who weird. reads. Um, and is it showing like four feet of cleavage? She's beautiful. Like she does not need to do this. Um, <laughs> why does she need a brain? She's pretty. So then, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then we, so we cut back to the castle. Mrs. Potts comes in, who's voiced by Angela Lansbury. Um, and, uh, you know, and she's just like, listen, like this is, you, you know, she's full of wisdom. Has she come in yet? Man, I don't know what happened. Anyways. At so, some point, Belle so ends she, up in the West Wing. That's all I know that happens next. I, you fell asleep. So Mrs. Potts uh, at one point goes in to talk with Belle and she's got Chip, her son. I don't want to talk about that right now. And Is it her son? I don't want to talk about it right now. <laughs> and, uh, and the wardrobe and everybody's like alive and Belle's like, oh my God, what's going on? And, you know, it's like, well, we're, we're just here. Who knows? It's weird, right? Let's not talk about it anyway. And then the wardrobe's like, well, you got to wear something for dinner. Let's look at my drawers. And she's like, oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> um, and then, and then they go back to uh, the beast and uh, oh, 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 but in that moment, Belle was like, I'm not going to dinner. 
Like that's that's not happening. And the wardrobe's like, well, you kind of have to. Like he's gonna be mad if you don't. And she's like, I don't like I don't care. I'm not doing it. Um, and then I don't give no fuck. And then we go back to uh, the beast. And then, uh, like, Lumiere um, and Mrs. Potts are trying to give him, like, advice on what to do and how to, like, woo this girl. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and she's like, just try to remember. She, like, lost her dad and her freedom all in one day. Like, just be aware of that as you're trying to get her to love you. Because um, <laughs> how much do you think they really want to help him? How much is just like, we don't want to be fucking household items anymore. We want to be people. No, I'm, it, it is all that because everything is like, this is today. This is going to happen now. Today's the day. She's going to come to dinner. You're going to look into each other's eyes. Poof, done. Yeah. Like, that's what's happening. Show her that so beast So get dick. your shit together <laughs> because... We're running this, out of time. This needs to happen. So then uh, Cogsworth comes down and is like, uh, yeah, she's not coming to dinner. And the booze is like, what? And then he like goes and he runs up there and he's just like banging on the door. He's like, you want to come to dinner? And they were like, hey, maybe you should ask her nicely. So then he like does this whole like nice thing and he's like, come to dinner, please. And she was like, no, thank you. And then he's like, fine. If she doesn't eat with me, then she doesn't eat at all. Pretty makes sense. And he's like, she can starve. And it's like, all right, dude. So then he like runs off and he's all pissed. And then, and then like after he like throws his like tantrums, which is what he does basically, he just yeah. throws tantrums. Then he's like, oh, God. <laughs> and then Look, he's just really emo. Do you think like, what do you think he went to list? Like, do you think he went to listen to like My Chemical Romance or something? Like, after Dude, he throws a tantrum? I don't know. It's just really stupid. And then, <laughs> so then it's like, uh, Cogsworth is like, okay, Lumiere, you're in charge of like lookout. Um, so then we cut to Lumiere um, having sexy time with the French maid <laughs> who's a feather duster. Um, of and course. And she's like, oh, no. And he's like, oh, yes. Oh, no. Oh, yes. And, and then, then she's like, no means no. And he's like, I'm French. That didn't happen. Um, and then. <laughs> why did I write that? What did you write? <laughs> so many kids. Um, Is it Mrs. Oh, Potts? Oh, Mrs. Potts was putting. Like, the, putting putting not everybody to bed. And then it was like all the teacups were her kids. She's like, get in. She said to Chip, like, get in with your brothers and sisters. I was like, and then, so I said so many kids. Just, that's a lot of kids. Yeah, that was one thing I wasn't sure about. And it's not even clear when they return to being human. Like, is everything in the house a human or is some of it actual China that is just enchanted to be sort of alive? I don't know. So then we have Be Our Guest, which is a super fun song. Yeah. Super fun. Um, and then, uh, she's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I can't sleep. I've never been in an enchanted castle. And they're like, what are you talking about? We're not enchanted. <laughs> she's like, okay. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, so they go on this tour cause she does the whole thing where she's just like, I bet you know everything. And Cogsworth was like, I do. Let's go. At what point does he say if it ain't Baroque? Don't fix it. When they're walking through and he's talking about um, 
the draperies or something. And he's like from the broke period. And he's like, and here's his joke and blah, blah, blah. I always love that um, joke. And then, uh, like, as they're going, uh, they say something like, she's like, oh, what's up there? And they're like, nothing. It's the West Wing. And she's like, so that's the West Wing. And they're, and they're like, like, no. Newman. Um, and then and then they're like, but we have a library. She's like, a library? And they're like, yeah. Uh, and they start walking. And then she's like, peace out. Zoinks. And, and goes up to the West Wing and is like looking around. And it and is. Th- Ripped to shreds. The West Wing is just basically, it was like the prince's room, but he had a hissy fit in it and broke everything. Yeah. And then it, but it also has the enchanted mirror that allows you to like look out into the world and the flower. Yep. And she goes, like, she's going to remove the glass, or she did remove the glass. She's going to touch that flower. She's going to touch the flower. And the beast shows up and he's like, What are you doing? You're going to ruin everything. Out. And she's like, I'm leaving. And she like runs away and goes, gets on the horse and is like running. Uh, and then all the wolves show up again. And then the wolves came. And they were like attacking her and the horse. And she's like trying to beat them and, you know, all the stuff. And then the beast shows up in beast mode and is like attacking the wolves. Hail beasts, the beasts. And then she like goes, like the wolves get scared and run away. And then she goes to leave and then she sees him sort of like do this like weird like fainting thing. Right. All he got cut was on his arms though, right? I don't know. But maybe it was like the battle was too much. Like he doesn't really do anything. So that was a huge physical exertion. Right. Maybe he's just super out of shape. Yeah. That's my guess. So then she, I guess, somehow picks him up and puts him on the horse. That's the part I didn't understand. He's a good... Four feet taller than her. I I don't know what happened. I don't know how it happened. Like how did he? That that part makes no sense. So he's on the horse. They get back to the castle, and they're sitting there. And you know she's doing this whole thing, like trying to like dress his wound, and he's freaking out. He's like, "Oh, that hurts!" And they're like yelling back and forth, and it sort of ends with, "Well, you should learn to control your temper." Yeah. And then he's like, Ugh. and then it's sort of like this thing where. Oh, he's met his match. Because she, she's not going to put up with him. No, because none of the servants could ever do that. Because they're servants, and they're meant to be subservient. Mm-hmm. It's in their DNA. Right. I, I have heard. That's what they're born to do. Yes. Um, and then... Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, something happened. And so then I have notes, but I'm the, tired. Um, then the oh, and then it's sort of like, and the love begins. Yes, because she says, "Thank you for saving my life," and then he's like, "You're welcome." And then everybody's like, "Oh my god, it's happening!" Um, and then we cut back to uh, creepy asylum guy. He's really creepy. Like he Super does not creepy. look like a person. He looks like the crib keeper. The crib keeper, right? <laughs> Just a little plumped up. Welcome. I have a tale for you. <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch that show all the day. I never watched it. Too scary. <laughs> what was that on? Like HBO or yeah. something? I feel like later on I, I would see like a preview for something. I was like, nope. Next. But don't you remember they made him into a Saturday morning cartoon? I think we've talked about this before. <laughs> Probably. And remember I didn't watch a lot of Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, right. But they did. They turned him into a Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> Man, I tell you what, we grew up with some interesting times. 
Oh, the 80s. Oh, early 90s. Um, so something happens. What happens? Now I can think about it as a crypt keeper. Okay, yeah. So they're like, this is what we want to do. Here's some money. And he's like, great. This is a great idea. I'm all for it. So they go to the house and they're not there because Maurice left. Now, this is the part that I don't get. Like, I I don't understand like time and space in this moment because he got to the village within the evening. Everything happened within like 24 hours, like less than. But he never makes it back to the castle and days go by days possibly months we're not even sure how much time has gone by but it's enough that you're like this doesn't how did yeah what? i don't get it anyways maybe he went to go see some cousins who knows so he had, he was like no one's gonna help me i'll go by myself and he'd like grab like a compass and a thing it, it was like stuff where i'm like Oh, okay. I, I don't Wait, know what you're doing. He's like a genius. Maybe he just is MacGyvering his way over there. I don't know. Um, so then um, Gaston's like, LeFou, don't go anywhere. You stay here until they get back. And then you come get us. So then after this whole moment, uh, we cut back to the castle. And the beast is like sitting there. And he's just like, I, I don't know what to do. Like, I got to do something nice. Like, I think I like her. And they're like, all right, well, you got to do something that she'll like. So then they're like, she will love the library. So he takes her to the library he's and like he's like, super excited about he's it. He's like, okay, close your eyes. And she's kind of like, eh. and he, you know, and he's like, no, no, it's cool. You can trust me. He's like, I'm not going to pull my dick out. Cause you're my prisoner. So yeah. you can trust me. You can trust me. I have no ill will towards you prisoner. There's not like a weird power structure happening here at all. Yeah. I'm not going to abuse my uh, position of privilege. So he takes her <laughs> into the library and opens up the curtains. And then she looks around and she's like, oh, my God. And like, there's a lot of books there. I don't even know at this time if this many books have even been written. And like I also. When, when did the written word begin? Like like printing press. Uh, 1300s, 1400s. Gutenberg. Uh, I think it's 1400s. Could be later. Bible shit, you know. Yeah, let me look up uh, Steve Gutenberg. Oh, man. Do you think they're related? Oh, we should watch that movie. Three men and a baby. There's a baby in it, so it counts. <laughs> and I watched it when I was little. It's so from the 80s. Counts too. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that in the movie theater. Um, 1455. Oh, okay. So maybe there could be that many books. I don't know. But, I mean, the thing I was wondering is how do they get the books on the top shelf? Like, mm. that was a really tall room. I don't know. I don't know. So then she's like, oh, this is amazing. I love it. Um, and then they go, this like whole sort of like montage thing starts. And they're like sitting down to eat breakfast. And he can't eat food. And I was like, how did he forget how to eat? Because he, he had been human. Yeah. Well, maybe he never learned. I mean. He was just like. <laughs> like, it wasn't even. Like I have, I don't know how to use a spoon, or I right. I haven't figured out how to do this with my paws. I have to drink from He's the bowl. He's eating a bowl of porridge by shoving his whole face in. He's it. just like <laughs> <laughs> though it did remind me. This is this is a terrible example of being cruel in middle school. Uh, we in sixth grade had our class went to like a science camp or something, and so we're all like staying in bunks and eating meals cafeteria style, 
And this one kid just like, he ate like that. Like he'd never been taught how to eat. So of course we were super mean 11 year olds mm-hmm. and just like, what's wrong with you? Don't you know how to eat? And he's like, well, I always just eat by myself in front of the TV. And at the time I had no empathy for that. But now I'm like, oh, that's really sad. <laughs> Nobody taught him how to, how to, you know, nobody taught him table manners. He didn't know. And then we just mocked him for it. it made him feel like crap. So mean. He's just a kid. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, man. So anyway, but this is where uh, Mrs. Potts is singing the song, right? No. Not yet? Mm-mm. Um. So, uh, so then they, they go into their little like duet where they're like, oh my gosh, I'm falling in love. I can't believe it. Like, right. Cause there's something there that wasn't there before. Right. Right. But that's the two of them. But she, Mrs. Potts starts singing it. No. Doesn't Elle ev- does. does. But doesn't everybody get in on this song? At the end. Yeah. Okay. I knew she sang somewhere. At the end, all the like uh, servants who love serving <laughs> yeah, have forever servants. They start singing the like, there oh, must be something, something there that, that wasn't there before. And Chip's like, what is it? What, Mama? <laughs> Shut up. Shut the fuck up, child. You don't get to know. You're an idiot. Why are you even here? <laughs> Why have you not aged? So then. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the only child of the 800 cup children she has the one? With a giant crack in it, the one that gets to be drank out of. What a, what a, what also, a terrible would be really choice. weird if you picked up a cup and it was like, drink me. I'm full of delicious tea. <laughs> I'm sure it happens. <laughs> um, so, so then now it's time for the ball where, you know, and Lumiere's like, this is when you profess your love to her and this is going to be great and you guys are going to be so happy and and here we go. And this is the iconic yellow dress um, and this is Mrs. Potts' song. The big one, yeah. She's like, tale as old as time. <laughs> True as it may be, believe it, friends. Then somebody bends unexpectedly. Um, and this movie, I believe, I could be incorrect in this, but I think this might be the first animated movie that was nominated for Best Picture. Uh, it's, it definitely was nominated for Best Picture. I don't know if, because I know... Snow White? No, I don't think Snow White was, because it got a special Oscar. It mm-hmm. was not a Best Picture nominee. But I don't know if there's never happened. But I think it's definitely it's probably the last one. Oh, what did one of the Toy Stories get nominated for Best Picture? I think this was I think this was the first. I don't know. I don't know. I could be incorrect. But I think this was the first one to be nominated for Best Picture. That feels right. And I think part of it was this particular moment because I think this they used like a new kind of technology. It's like really early CG for the animation in the ballroom and the dancing yeah. and the da 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 da. Um, so then they go out to the balcony, there's stars, it's beautiful, the candles have been dimmed, and, you know, and he's like, you're happy here with me, aren't you? And, and she's like, yeah, it's great. 
And he's like, okay, good. Cause I, I just, I want you to be happy since you're trapped and you can never leave. You might as well make the most of this and situation. She, <laughs> she was just like, I just wish I could just see my father again. And he was like, oh, well you can. And his, his solution is not go to him. We're going to go or, to the village or I could move your father onto the grounds of this gigantic castle right, and he like could it, invent it, stuff it, it in wasn't the like, we're smithy. Gonna, we're going to go get your dad <laughs> because I, I just want everyone to be with, like, I want I want us to be a family. I feel like there's probably an in-law suite somewhere there. There's a something. <laughs> so, so then he's like, no, you can't. Here, look at him through this fucking mirror. Which, again, it's like, dude, no. If you really want her to be happy... Help her get her dad either there or let her go. So she's like, I want to see my father, please. And then the mirror like shows her her dad who's like stuck in the forest dying. And I'm like, why? Again, why? It did not take that long to get there. Well, he wasn't paying attention and he didn't have been days. He didn't have Philippe to guide him. Days. He's, He's on foot. He's old confused anyways so she's like oh my god so cold. I, I have to go to him he 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 could be dying papa needs me and he's like the beast is like all right i'm gonna let you go goodbye go um to, go to him and so he she leaves and then and chip stows away because he like hears everyone talking that she's leaving and this whole thing and then at one point, too, Lumiere was like, but he loves her, so that's it, right? And it was like, no, she no. had to love him back. Yeah. That's how you break the spell. Um, I mean, duh, candle guy. Everybody knows that. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, so Belle goes back home. She finds her, somehow she finds her dad. Uh, she gets him back home, and, you know, like she's taking care of him. So clearly he wasn't sick, because as soon as he got a hot rag on him, he was fine. He's that stupid. He doesn't but, know how to warm up. <laughs> like, I, I don't understand. Um, and then, like, Chip falls out of the bag, and he's like, why don't you like us anymore? And she's like, no, I do. And, like, the beast, oh, the beast let her keep the mirror, and he's like, just so whenever you want, you can see me. And she was like, okay. Um, and then... Uh, you know, and, and Maurice is like, I don't understand. How did you get away? And she's like, well, I didn't. He let me go. And he's like, what? And she's like, no, he's not bad. He's actually really dreamy. He's actually, he doesn't suck. Um, and then, uh, then, um, because when they got back, uh, LeFou went and got everybody. Yeah. So one thing I noted here, LeFou was like hiding in a snowman. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's the most famous snowman in Disney? Olaf. Who played Olaf in the movie? Do you remember Josh Gad? Yeah, and he also played LeFou in the live action movie. Oh, did he? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was totally on purpose. Uh, they planned it twenty-seven <laughs> years in advance. Yes, they knew. That's the Longview people. They're like this ten-year-old child. That lives somewhere. This is going to work. He's going to grow up to be this guy and this guy. No, I meant they cast him as LeFou. Pay attention. (laughs) Um, So then... (laughs) So the asylum keeper and a mob of people show up. Yeah. So like I said, the whole town was like, this is a great idea. I think it's more like this. 
It's a small town. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to do. Yeah. So anytime there's something new happening, it mm-hmm. is like super exciting. They're like, we're going to do this. It's just like back in the day when there was like a movie theater and they had one movie and people were like, that's the movie. I'm going to see it 10 times. Yeah. Because there's shit else to do. But it was also a nickel. Well, and you got popcorn. Yeah. Anyways. So then. <laughs> and uh, a newsreel. Yeah. Maybe some cartoons. Yeah. Possibly a double feature. Yeah. Yeah. Was, you know. Anyways. At the Nickelodeon. And now, now we can't even afford to go to the movies. Well, it's partially babysitter's fault. <laughs> Just babysit our children for free. <laughs> um, okay. So they show up, they come in, and then they're like, hey, Maurice, tell us about that beast again. He's like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was crazy. And they're like, oh, he's crazy. We're going to lock him up. And she was like, wait, what? No. And Gaston's just like sitting in the shadows. And she's like, Gaston, you have to help. Like, you know, my dad's not crazy. And he's like, "Uh, you know what? I could help you if you marry me. And she's like, what? No. And then she's like, wait, I got a mirror. So she goes in and gets the mirror. And she's like, my dad's not crazy. I can prove it. And she was like, show me the beast. And then she's like, got him. And, and they're like, oh, my God, is he dangerous? And she was like, no, he's really sweet and kind. And which that just sets Gaston because off. Because she's never said anything nice because about him. Because how dare she like anyone else other than him? Yeah. And this plan was supposed to work. This was a great plan to force her into marriage. <laughs> so, then, so then he takes the mirror and he's like, that's it. We're going to kill this beast. I got this. And they have this like crazy song. He felt and they very, lock her up. Very Trumpian in that moment. He was like rallying up the crowd about fear of the it, other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really prescient, this yeah. movie. Um, and they're like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Because they were like, oh, yeah, like even the words in it is like, we don't like what we don't understand. And da 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 so then so they're gonna do this whole thing and they're gonna go after him one one they find the castle no problem like in 10 minutes nobody's leading them there yeah nobody's leading like the mirror isn't like here's directions it's not like laying down a path no so again why the fuck did maurice not find a castle babe he's old and dumb then they get there in like less than 20 minutes, yeah. like faster than a pizza delivered to your house, they get to this castle. Mm, pizza. So again, days, days. He couldn't get anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. <laughs> really fixated on this. Drives because everybody else is able to get to and from this castle in less than like a half hour. Baby, it's a children's movie. All things happen at the time they're supposed to happen for conveniences of plot. If I had a ninja star, it would be between (laughs) your eyes right now. Why are you questioning this movie? So then, so they're there. They're trying to break in. And then the servants, who again, love to surf. um, They're like, we must protect our master. They're like, we have to like save the castle. Um, And they go to the beast and and they're like, they're coming. And he's like, whatever, I don't care. He's just like all... He's like soups emo. Like, why why should I live now? There's it's no like, point. Whatever. I'm just gonna listen to Joy Division in the dark. Um, so then uh they're, you know, um Belle and Maurice have been locked up, so they couldn't warn him. And then they're like, Okay, well, 
Chip like sees the machine and is able to break them out of the cellar. So they get out. And again, Belle rides the horse with Maurice on the back. And they get there in like 10 minutes because everything is still happening. Yeah, that makes sense. Anyways, the French people go inside the castle and they're like looking around and they're, there's nothing there. And they're like, all right, here we go. And then Lumiere's like, now. And then everything like comes alive and it's like attacking and just like kick all these, these crazy people's stuff. Asses. And yeah. And then the, the people end up retreating. Like they cannot battle the, the servants. And the kids really liked it when Lumiere like blasted somebody in the butt with fire. Yeah, they liked that part. Um, they liked when Mrs. Potts dumped hot tea on people. <laughs> They really loved all, like, the torture stuff. Yeah. You know, if somebody is in, like, serious, serious, grievous bodily harm, they're like, I love it. I don't know where they get that from. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And I did notice that there was... Pain is funny. Somebody fell off something and there was a Wilhelm scream. So it always comes back. Mm -hmm. It's always there. It's always there. Just got to listen. Um... So they all leave. Um, one oh, one random thing in that fight. There was a guy who like ended up in the wardrobe mm-hmm. and then she spat him out. And he looked exactly like Radar from MASH. Oh, really? I It looked like they were, it was like a, an aerial like uh, homage. Yeah, but just the way his face was and the way he was dressed, it looked like Radar. All right. right was it Radar? The one who always was like dressed up in drag to try to get kicked out of the war? Yep. Never worked. No. Um, And then uh, Gaston's like, like busting into like doors, like trying to find the beast. And then he finally does. And he's just like, you know, like fight me. And he's like, uh, no. So then he like, just like shoots him in the back and he's like, Oh, whatever. I'm going to die anyways. Um, and then, uh, like, so Gaston's like basically at the end where he's like, I'm going to like, like finish you. And that's when Belle shows up and she's like, oh, beast. And he's like, Bill. And they're like at the top of the tower, and, and then and then he's like, "All right, I got this." So now he's she like, came back. Now he's ready to battle. So they're fighting. It starts raining, and then you know Gaston's having this whole thing. Like, did you seriously think she'd want you when she could have someone like me? Look at this sexy hunk of my mate. <laughs> and you're like, okay, <laughs> you both kind of suck. So then, <laughs> um. Uh, so then, yeah. Oh, I wrote bells back. Fuck Gaston. Um, so then, uh, they're they're having their whole battle, and then he finally like the beast like has him, and he's got like he's got him by like the throat, and he's hanging him over the castle wall or whatever, and then he's like, oh, don't hurt me, and he and he was just like, okay, fine, you're not worth it, and he's like, get out of here and don't ever come back, and he's like, eh. and then. He's uh, the beast is like climbing up to Belle and he's like reaching for her and and she's like happy to see him. And then Gaston comes and just like stabs him in the back and then slips and falls to his death. And yes, I'm assuming. And and Belle like grabs the cape and somehow is able to pull the beast up over. She is, I mean, first she put him on a horse and he was like passed out. I mean, maybe she's just like she's like super super, ripped, really strong. Um, and then like it's not sleeves. Those are her arms. <laughs> They're not puffy sleeves. Yeah, She's like Popeye. That, that's her arms. <laughs> um, uh, so now the beast is dying, and he's like, oh, at least I got to see you one last time. 
And she's like, no. And then, like, my favorite thing in the world is, like, the whisper where she's like, I love you. And it's the last petal falls. And then as the last petal falls and then everyone's sad and they're like, well, great. Now we really are stuck like this. Fuck. Uh, and then all this like crazy like um, it's like fireworks start, magic like, flying yeah. everywhere, and then he gets like lifted up in his cape and and gets turned in back into the prince, but as a grown man now, yeah. um, because he aged with like beautiful flowing locks, and and then he's like, "Pell, it's me." And she's like looking at him. And this this part was also one where I was always like, well, wait a minute. You just saw him transform. You right? just watched that happen, right? Yeah. Like you were standing right. Th- you saw all of it, right? You should not be surprised. This should not be like, wait, who are you? No, you just saw what happened. You saw like his beast feet turn into human feet. And his beast head get sucked in and turn into a human head. Like you watched the... And then he was gently placed down by his cape like he was fucking jesus yeah like where where were did you close your eyes were you crying like i don't know he kind of looks like fabio anyways it's very dramatic this whole thing and then and then it's like oh my god we love each other and then the whole castle so apparently the the castle not only were the people enchanted but the castle itself like all the statues everything got yeah. turned into something else. It all got turned dark and gross. So then it all becomes like white and angels and da 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 and whatever. Yeah, the gardens are all nice. Um and then uh everybody gets turned back into people. Turned back in, and then this this is what gets me. Mrs. Potts is old. She's like 80, like She's, 75. Old. Yeah, white hair, wrinkles. Who the fuck are these children? Yeah. And when did she have all of them? Maybe. I don't get it. Maybe what happens is when servants like mess around and have a kid, mm-hmm. they get kicked out, but they leave the kid. And she's mm. just like raising a fl- the next generation. I don't know. But yeah, I was like, is that your kid or your grandkid? Because what? I don't know. It's weird. It's yeah. a really weird situation. Um, and then uh, then we go, and now it's the ball with, like, everybody. everybody. Belle's dad is there. And he and Mrs. Potts look like they're going to bang it out. Because he's old, and she's old. Yeah. But she's holding Chip, and Chip's like, do I have to sleep in the cupboard still? I'm like, how are you? But, and my thing is, I'm like, but when all of this got happened, like, did she give birth to teacups? Like, I don't get it. Right. But, and then we don't really see any other kids. So were those other teacups just turned back into normal teacups or are they children? And was she, did she just go crazy? I don't know. It's weird. It, anyways, those are the things that like keep me up at night. Do you think Belle makes uh, the prince like dressed up in a beast costume when they're like getting it on? She's like, do that thing. I like, and he's just like, do you think they have like weird furry games and stuff? <laughs> I don't know, babe. I don't know. So they have the ball, <laughs> and it ends with the um, the stained glass window of them in their human forms and the rose and the da 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 da. And then we go into uh, Celine Dion and Pibo Bryson singing the title song. 
jealous or does Um, and then that's it. That yeah. is Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, one of my favorites. <laughs> no nitpicks. <laughs> what I can I can take issue with something, but still have it be one of my favorites. Yeah, no, it's a it's great. I like that one, and the kids really enjoyed it. I think this is the first time they watched it. Yeah, I think we tried maybe once, but I mean, it is a little scary. Like, immediately, Nate was like, I'm scared. Oh, I forgot to share this in the beginning, but the DVD that we had, the special DVD that was very kindly given to us by Ava and Olivia, um, has a special story. Because at the time, when we went to go buy that video... We couldn't find it anywhere because it was in the vault and you couldn't get it. Um, and we found it at Amoeba and it was almost a hundred dollars. Oh, damn. And the people were so mad about it. They gave us like free Amoeba t-shirts. They're like, this is ridiculous. And part of me was like, you set the price. <laughs> well, the staffers didn't set that price necessarily. I know. But and but I believe like, that store is uh, getting forced out. I think they are. I think they're being closed. Hmm. But, oh, you were right. It was the first uh, anime picture nominated for Best Picture. Best Picture. Um, and it did win Best Original Score and Best Original Song. And actually, three of the songs were nominated for Academy Awards. Well, it was good. Yeah. It's a fun... Be Our Guest, Beauty and the Beast, and Belle were all nominated. You know, it's a fun a fun show. Fun, fun, fun facts about fun shows. They also won Grammys for it. Yeah. Makes sense. So, if you want to hit us up, talk about uh, some of your throwbacks, maybe we'll we'll add them in. Uh, You can uh, get to us on Twitter and Instagram at Rated PG Podcast or on Facebook at PG Podcast. Uh, You know, send us a picture of your uh, favorite movie from when you were a kid. If we haven't done it already, we'll watch it. Whatever, man. What are we doing? What do we got to do? Raising kids, whatever. <laughs> um, and they, that, <laughs> they practically raise themselves. They try to. Um, and uh, yeah, or you could check us out on Campfire Media. Mm-hmm. All kinds of fun stuff going on there. And like we said, there is fun, exciting things coming up. Um, March, April, <laughs> my birthday. That's what's coming that's up. That's what's coming up. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we don't want you to miss it. So please uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. or wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Um, and if you could, on Apple Podcasts, uh, rate and review. That's the one that matters, I guess. I yeah. don't know why. It's the only one that matters. But that's the one where they uh, pay attention. The gods of podcasting. So the pod gods. So go there. And uh, do those things, and we would really appreciate it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with... Uh, a movie. A regular kids movie. Yeah. Not not one from our childhood, but one from the childhood of the children we've created. Their childhood. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tired. I am tired. Oh, so just remember, if the kids aren't watching it, we ain't talking about it.
Hey, I'm Steph Garcia, host of That's My Story, Period, a compilation of hilarious stories from people who happen to get a period. We've had stories about losing teeth, tampons on basketball courts, and even a little taste of Hollywood. I also interview some guests to give you, and me, even more menstruation knowledge. So check out That's My Story, Period on Campfire Media, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can have that time of the month all month long. Campfire.